Hey everyone, welcome back to Spotlight On, the interview podcast where I get to go and speak with Mississippi artists about their lives, their history, and their practice. We find out what they're doing in their studios and we find out all about how they think. I'm your host, Derek Covington-Smith, and I invite you to come along as we discover what it is to live and work as an artist in Mississippi today. The Spotlight On podcast is brought to you by the Little Yellow Building in Brookhaven, Mississippi. All right, on to the interview. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Spotlight On. Thank you for joining me this summer for our Rhythm and Blues show. Um, if you haven't seen that, I will have archives for that at the littleyellowbuilding.com. But we want to welcome a new artist to being interviewed. It's uh, Drew McKercher in Jackson, Mississippi. Welcome, Drew. Why don't you go ahead you. and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you grew up? All right. Um, yeah, my name is Drew McKercher. I, I grew up in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Um, and uh, I went to, to Warren Central High School, Warren Central Junior High. Um, had really great art teachers while I was there, uh, especially Nancy Mitchell and Randy Jolly. Um, I really enjoyed uh, music and arts when I was in high school. I took um, honors art the whole way through and, and just had a, you know, a, a great experience. I sort of tended to uh, lean towards music when I was in high school. I started playing guitar when I was about 14. Um, so, I, you know. I thought I was going to, you know, be a, a rock star. So I sort of, uh, you know, went off in that direction through college. I, I majored in music at Southern Mississippi, uh, USM. Um, and I played in bands for the, for the past 20 years or so, just all, you know, original bands. Um, and then somewhere around 2019, I started kind of getting back into visual arts. I'd, I'd been, doing a few things here and there, you know, for, for, for band flyers. And, um, I'm a, I'm a video editor for an advertising agency, um, by day. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of creative space there. Um, I've been doing that. I've been doing video for about 10 years. Um, but around 2019, I picked up a palette knife and some acrylics and started getting back into painting. Um, which, uh, I guess that sort of coincided with me leaving my last rock band, um, and sort of shifting that energy over to visual arts, um, which for me personally has been a lot healthier and more productive <laughs> in, uh, in a, a lot of different ways. If any of you have been in a, a rock and roll band before, then you probably know what I'm talk <laughs> talking about. But anyway, um, so then, you know, COVID hit and um, I, for some reason, sort of tipped over into watercolor, which is something I had almost actively avoided. Um, even in high school, I didn't do much watercolor. Um, my one of my teachers in high school was a fantastic watercolorist um, and I always appreciated her work, but I never really I never really understood it. Um, so about a year and a half ago, I started doing a little bit more watercolor. I really like, uh, strong ink line work, um, and watercolor washes the way that you can, you can grade washes and, um, 
glaze and layer and and just the the effects so i really started getting into uh the urban urban sketching uh community online um spent a lot of time on youtube you know watching other people's techniques and um just sort of picking up little tips here and there um and then sort of moved back over to acrylic and applied a lot of those techniques to my acrylic work um i just finished up a, a series of four large pieces for a, a restaurant in jackson um they wanted to do uh, a series of of dead restaurants you know former restaurants in the area um so we just finished that up and um, that's hanging at martin's restaurant downtown um in their new private dining room so that's sort of the the quick and dirty version of my art career <laughs> well the I found you on Instagram, which you you recently joined on Instagram a little over a year ago, um, it looks like. And your your urban landscapes that you were talking about, they're building portraits They're You know, for from what I'm, I went through and, and got to experience, um, there are these beautiful, loose watercolor washes that are really expressive. And then you take line work and it's not just your typical straight edged line work. It's really expressive line work on top of these loose washes. Um, and the, your, your colors, you know, you've got some that are, you know, they're, they're slightly muted and neutral with a couple of pops and working with that intense line work, they're really beautiful pieces. And I really enjoy that. And your your current work that you were talking about that you've got up in the restaurant. And those are so much more refined and in depth and a different technique altogether. How was it jumping from one technique to another? I think it was it was a fairly um, natural transition. I, I don't like to um, I don't like to stick to just one thing. You know, I tend to, to lose interest if I'm if I'm in one box too long. Um, so. So, yeah, I really, really like um, using nibs, you know, old calligraphy pens and and waterproof ink a lot. So a lot of times what I'll go through is is do a loose sketch. And I try to capture the personality of a building, um, not just what I'm seeing, but what the building sort of represents. You know, um, I, I did a couple. Uh, there's a record store here in Jackson called Offbeat. And um, I, I, I did more of a fisheye perspective on that piece to sort of give it a circular shape, like a, you know, like a record, but I, I feel like it also kind of reminds me of old beastie boys videos and that kind of thing, you know? Um, so try to, I looked at that building forever cause it's a, a good friend of mine, Philip uh, Rollins runs, runs that store. Um, and uh, I wanted to, I wanted to give it some character, but the building it's, it's just a, you know, brick and mortar, um, squarish building wanted to give it some some personality so yeah um a lot of times i'll go through and and do my initial line work with a, a fine liner and then do the watercolor washes and then come back over top with a with the calligraphy nib and and a dip with a dip ink process um and then taking that sort of approach to acrylic um I feel like my line work informed my acrylic work quite a bit. Um, I've done a lot of acrylic work in the past, but it's usually been just, just palette knife and a lot of abstract work. Um, but sort of applying that line and wash, uh, you know, philosophy to acrylic, um, 
was really exciting. And the, I did four different pieces. I did uh, the Sun and Sand, um, the Elite, which recently closed in Jackson, uh, the Dutch Bar, which is pre-Jackson for me. That place closed before I, I moved over here. And also the Cherokee Drive-In, which had a, a, a real nice neon sign. Um, so each one of those, I tried to sort of break down what the character of that building was for the elite. I was just going for more leather and tobacco, you know, colors and, and, uh, with the sun and sand, it's got this big gaudy yellow sign. If you've ever seen it, it's still up downtown, you know, it's huge, but it's such a landmark sign. Uh, that was, that one was sort of a challenge trying to figure out what's, what's going to be the best way to, <laughs> to paint this, um, you know, this landmark. So, so with that one, I went with some, some brighter neon and a big, just purple sky, you know, to, to sort of make that yellow sign pop. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that I, I don't, I don't try to live in one medium too, too much. You know, I, the other day I bought, uh, as a 40 year old man, bought several boxes of crayons to, <laughs> to work with a, a scraffito technique that I've been, me and my kids have been working on, uh, just for fun, you know, um, markers, crayons. I've got, I, I basically have, uh, my high school art class in my kitchen right now. So <laughs> it's fun to go back to those things. And it, for me, I'm very thankful for the students that I get to teach because I, I come in and I'll take a lesson and I'll break it down and I'll explain it to them and we'll do it together. And then at the end of the day, that lesson is something fresh and new in my head that I get to take and play with as an adult, yep. as an experienced artist. It's really cool. Um, your, your paintings, your acrylics that you did, the, the, if I could go into an aesthetic feel of it, it's very geometric. They're zoomed in. They're very modern feeling, which I feels I feel I feels I feel like um, reflects a good amount of the architecture that you were doing for the paintings. Is there anything that you particularly love aesthetically to accomplish in your art? Well, I, I am a I'm a videographer. Um, for my day job and also a, a lot of times photography. I, I wear a lot of hats in, in my job, um, but I love photography. And, you know, I, I started doing some of these uh, building portraits or architectural portraits, I guess. Um, and something was feeling a little a little stale with, with some of them, and I wasn't really pleased. And um, I stepped back and, and, and thought, more like a photographer. And, and when I go out and take my reference photos, I try to get, um, more of a photographic feel. So sometimes we're cropped in, you know, we don't want to show the, the entire building because sometimes that just sort of comes off stale. You lose your energy and, you know, composition wise, if you just sort of center a building up and smack it in the middle of a painting, you know, that's not really, you're breaking all the rules, you know, uh, you know, there, there's, there's rules to movement and, and composition. And, um, I really, uh, I enjoy working in a box, you know, you have to be in a box to think outside of the box. Right. <laughs> you know? So, uh, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy, taking the the the, the theory and, and philosophy from photography and, and video and sort of applying that to what I do to make my paintings a little bit more interesting. Particularly with one of the sons, um, 
the way you just have it set up, it, rem- it, it feels like the place is still open. And the way that you have it placed out makes me want to go further to the right of the painting. Like, I want to know there's something going on over in that corner. You did ju- like incredible justice to those places. Those are beautiful. Thank people. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm really proud of those. That's the, the first series I've done like that. And um, I was, uh, you know, nervous, you know, I mean, as artists, we're always combating that imposter syndrome, no matter how long you've been doing what you've been doing, you know, and, and whether I'm working on video or photography or painting or music or whatever, you know, that there's always that nagging, you know, demon back there <laughs> trying to tell you that, that you you don't know what you're, you don't know what you're doing. And there's other people out there that, that do it better. And they're probably, you know, there definitely are, you know, um, but that's the whole point of art, right? It's to self-expression, you know? Um, so that yeah, I appreciate that. Opinion matters, but yours matters just as much. You know, it, it really doesn't matter if they're better. They're talking about other things. You know? Yeah. If I'm the only person that likes it, I'll just hang it on my wall and, and leave it here. <laughs> Yeah. Mentioned several times that you have a creative job. Is that um, I know that a lot of a lot of the people that I've talked to um, have been able to to have careers in teaching art, Um, some not so much. So as you as someone who has a job that has a big creative outlet to it, how do you find your work art balance? Like, do you feel used up when you get home? Is there time that you set aside for yourself? That's a really good question. And, um, that's, I think that's something that everybody struggles with. You know, um, I listened back to, to one of your podcasts with Adrian, I believe. And she was talking about how, uh, you can, you can only do two things at one time. Right. Um, and I, I, I do have, I work for an advertising agency, Godwin out of Jackson, um, which is actually one of the oldest advertising agencies in the, in the South. Um, and I'm a dad, my kids are 11 and eight. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got, I've got my job, I've got my art, I've got all these things to do. There's, um, I, I have been working from home during COVID. Um, so I know there's, there's also a finite amount of creative juice that you can inject into your, <laughs> into your life. Right. Um, so I feel like, you know, I can only be working on, um, two things at a time, whether it's music and art or, you know, my job and art, which I have to focus on my job. That's, <laughs> that's obviously always one of them. So, right. So, uh, I do feel like I, I, I'm able to balance what I do for work and what I do for pleasure because they are different enough. And, um, a lot of times I, I do feel like they sort of feed off of each other, you know, um, one of the things I do a lot for work besides just video editing is animation and motion graphics and that type of thing, which obviously has a huge visual element to it. Um, and you know, sometimes you will be working on something and it sort of gets stagnant and you sort of have to move over and loosen your hands up or your mind up and do something else for a while. Right. So uh, I've been working from home, you know, since COVID and, and I've got right here where, where I'm sitting is my work console and then directly behind me is my art desk so i have a kind of a neil pert drum set set up where i can flip around and and you know draw get my dip pin out for a while and and work on a piece you know um 
from a instead of a 15 minute smoke break i'll take a 15 minute art break <laughs> yeah give you so that. um i don't feel like that they're ever really competing with each other or anything like that it's a it, i just i feel like one element informs the other now i had the pleasure of um speaking at the mississippi school of the arts with two of my my three of my fellow artists um, to the students there. And one of the questions um, really was about fulfillment and how do you fulfill, how do you feel fulfilled as an artist? Um, for you, it might be a little different. Your career is great and creative. Your art that you're putting out now is great and creative and seems to be going in a way that you really enjoy it. Is there is there something that makes you feel successful and happy with your art or fulfilled with your art? Yeah, I think that's an interesting question too. Um, I, I feel like there's a, uh, growing up as a musician, right. I, I sort of I took the music path, um, for a long time, which, which I feel like when you, when you do that, you're, basically selling yourself as a product, right? Um, you know, you're making albums, you're touring, you're playing shows. There's so much, um, so much that you have to put into it and, and then go out and try to give it away and see if people like it, you know? Um, so, you know, I know a lot of people, we talk about looking at ourselves as a brand or, or, you know, how, how are you going to make money doing this or, or whatever? Um, I, that's not my aim with, with my visual arts work. Um, but that still, that hustler mentality is always kind of back there, you know, like is I have to <laughs> not ask myself the questions, am I painting this because I want to sell it or am I painting this because I want to paint it, you know? And typically the, the, the latter, you know, if I, if I want to paint it, that's, that's usually the, the pieces that people respond to better. Um, you know, I've done some, some commission work and it is a lot of, it is a lot of fun and it's, 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 it's good work to sort of, um, to sort of stretch maybe what you would typically do. Right. Um, I think just, the, you know, the overall point is, is if, if you don't like what you're, if you don't like your work and if you're not proud of it, then, um, that, that's, that's my goal. That's the question you asked. That's my goal is to just be be proud of the piece, you know, if I, I usually don't keep all my, my wife would kill me if I kept everything that I worked on. Right. You know, uh, which is kind of a plus with watercolor though, you know, you can put it in a portfolio and it, instead of hanging it on a wall. Um, but, um, I, you know, the ultimate goal is just personal, personal fulfillment. You know, I have to keep my mind busy. If I, if my mind's not busy, I'm just going to waste my time watching, you know, six seasons of walking dead or whatever on, <laughs> you know, it's too easy to just veg out and, and not, not do anything worthwhile. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it, it's, it's, it's keeping myself busy, you know, leaving products out there in, in all formats that I'm proud of and, you know, setting a good example for my kids, you know, like, there's, you know, you're an art teacher, you know, that, that if, if you don't nurture art in children, then it's, it, you know, it, it gets worked out of them, you know, 
And so that's that's really important for me. Yeah. And reminding them of all the places they see art, but they're not told that it's art. You know, that's been a big thing yeah. is, is just making them realize that it's a viable concept outside of just a gallery or just, you know, those are cool, but there's so much that you can do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that I went on and, and found your YouTube and um, you've got some videos that you animated yourself. How did you get yeah. involved in animation? Is that something that you studied or is that something that you came about and had fun with? Well, you can learn, any, you can learn anything you want to do from a 13 year old kid on YouTube, right? You know, there's, there's something out there, right? So true. So, <laughs> with with uh, with my video work, um, I, I currently work at Godwin. I previously worked at UMC as a motion graphics designer. Um, and before then, um, I owned a record store in Jackson for a couple of years. And while I had that record store, I also had a recording studio. Um, but I also got interested in making music videos. So I did um, a, a few music videos um, that uh, actually my first one I did with Young Valley. I was, it was a great band out of Jackson. Um, and we won, uh, audience choice award at, at the crossroads film festival. Um, just because those guys are fantastic, really. I, all I had to do is point the camera at them, you know, but, uh, when you're, when you're working with video, you know, you, you've got, you've got a couple of different options, but most people gravitate towards, you know, final cut or premiere, and then you've got After Effects. You know, if you want to do anything that has to do with title animation or anything extra in a video, you have to. You've got to learn After Effects basics. Um, and then you realize, oh, you can do absolutely anything you want in After Effects, right? So um, I, I made a couple of videos for myself. Um, you know, that the, for bands that I was in, um, that, that are animated, one of them has a robot that, uh, breaks a flower and goes on a mission to correct itself. You know, um, uh, one of them was a video game simulation for my band, my old band space wolf. Um, and then I did a Halloween music video with my kids when they were real little, that, that was probably about 2014 or 2015. Um, so I got really interested in animation just because there's so much stuff that you can do with it. And I mean, we live in an amazing time where you can literally open a laptop and you can make a feature animation film, you know, in six months, um, at home. And there's a 13 year old kid on YouTube that can show you how to do it. Right? <laughs> it really is incredible what we're able to do today. And and just all the different directions. I mean, you can really, you can go and pick out anything that you would like to advance yourself on. And there's several people that want to teach you lots of people that want to teach you for free. All you have to do is put the gumption in learning. That's right. That's right. So I've got two more questions for you and then I'll, I'll let you go. Um, one of them, I, I, both of them, I ask all artists, um, but how do you find it being an artist in Mississippi? Mississippi is its own, um, its own fun place. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I feel like the Mississippi is, is its own little island of culture. You know, I, I love, uh, I love all, everything about Mississippi art wise. I think that's probably one of the main thing that, that keeps me here. You know, I feel like, um, there's a lot of nurturing going on for artists in Mississippi, you know, in, in 
in professional careers, in, in the schools here, you know, we always hear about arts, arts funding getting cut in the United States, but I feel like in Mississippi, we do a pretty good job of, of keeping arts at the, at the forefront. As far as I know, you may know a little bit better, <laughs> but you know I, know, I know a lot of teachers have to go spend their, spend their own money on supplies a lot and things like that. But overall, and you know, I'm, I'm from Vicksburg. So, uh, I remember seeing, uh, Chris Porter's work, HC Porter's work around a lot and I love her work. It's her work is really inspiring for sure. Um, and the attic gallery in Vicksburg has been there forever. That used to be, I would, there was a, there's a pawn shop right near there that I would go dig for records when I was in high school, back when you could find vinyl for like 75 cents, like Led Zeppelin houses of the Holy for 75 cents. Right. And uh, then I'd go up and just kind of browse around the attic gallery um, and, and see all the, the folk art, which it's, it's so colorful. And um, it sort of gives you just this great sense that anybody cr- can create art, you know? Um, I feel like Mississippi has that just, you know, gushing out of it is it, it just, I don't know what it is about the state, but there's a lot of creativity here. We bleed it. You know, that's and out of all the things that Mississippi is known for, I, I feel like we are underrated for our artistic value that we've given to the country and the world, you know, both in music and in visual arts and in literature. You know, we are we are an undervalued state. Um, the the oh, and just to jump back real quick to the Attic Gallery, I, I think I just saw um, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary, 50 years yeah. ago. And it's a woman-owned um, art gallery that's in Mississippi. Yeah. So congratulations to them. That's amazing. Um, and then the last question, I'll let you, I'll let you um, finish the rest of your day. I won't take up any more of your time. Um, for anybody that's coming up behind you or for you as a younger self, what would be some advice that you give yourself? I think the, the, the best advice for anybody um, is just to, to, just do creative work every day, you know, whether you're, you're just carrying around a script, a sketchbook, like I said, I've got crayons and markers and watercolor pencils and you, you don't have to have nice, you know, uh, you don't have to go out and buy a, a you know, spend a thousand dollars on oil paint or, or whatever. Um, just, you know, get a simple sketchbook and, and just work every day, loosen your hands up, let your, let your, self just kind of zone out. I think it's good meditation. You know, I think it's, it's good for your, your mind and your, your soul to get those kind of things out. And, um, I wish that I had spent more time over the past 20 years focusing on, on visual art, um, you know, instead of solely music and, and, you know, career, I think that's a bad thing, but you know, (laughs) it all feeds back around to one another. You never know you're doing art and pick up your music just right like that. And it'll be something completely new. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Drew, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Um, For everybody everybody that wants to find Drew, you can find him at drewmccurcher.com and it's M-C-K-E-R-C-H-E-R. You can also find him on Instagram at drewmccurcherart. And he is a Jackson, Mississippi artist here in our state that is working and creating beautiful work today. Make sure to check him out. Thank you, everyone. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.